Unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary roughness. We gotta change it up, man. We gotta do something. The biggest thing right now is let's play with better eyes. Better eyes, got that? Here's what I need. I need ball securities. Pound it, pound it. Let's just get the details right. No, 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 no! That was quite scary. You're a lot more handsome when you smile. Get ready, we're turning it up. Welcome to Necessary Roughness, the podcast all about football. I'm Sean. I'm Joel. Uh, week 13 recap real quickly. I did great. Ooh, you I did, did great. Which meant uh, I did awful. 10 and 3. You were 5 and 8. Uh, I choked it back in the afternoon games. I was 7 and 0 in all the morning slate. Yeah. But you crushed it. I bet very little this weekend. Uh, I had a baby. <laughs> I didn't have Congratulations. a baby. Congratulations. Thank you. My wife had a baby. Uh, we together had a child on Friday. Yeah. So I, I I gambled, but I didn't gamble that much. And of course, it's yeah. my best week in like six fucking weeks. <laughs> and I don't smash the early slate. Um, yeah. And of course, I had parlays riding with San Fran of all fucking teams to crush me. Yeah. Um, Jimmy G is fucking terrible. Yeah. And yet somehow George Kittle was amazing. So good. That was one of my good calls last week. But you you can't start Lance. So what do you do? You're fucked. If you're nope, San Fran, you gotta, you're fucked. Well, you get Debo back, and then well, you at least have guys who you can get the ball in short space. True. And that'll open up the offense, and you don't ask Jimmy to do too much because he can't handle too much. No, he can't. Even yeah. when he's thrown to uh, George Kittle. Any other surprises last week? For you? Uh, for for me, there was at least eight of them because <laughs> I got them all wrong. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. <laughs> well, nothing uh, super big for me. I mean, that Dolphins line. I'm going to ride the Dolphins till the fucking cows come home. Um, the Lions, they get their first win. They did. Congrats to the Lions yeah. on uh, a last second throw to Reynolds, I believe. No, is uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. Oh, yes, St. Brown. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was good. Good for the Lions. They're in the win column, and now it's time to get back in the loss yep. column. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, dive right into this week. Let's start it off with the Cowboys versus the football team. Uh, Cowboys laying four and a half on the road in Washington. I'm on the Cowboys. Uh, I have to be. Um, here's the thing. I mean... There's a number I like more in this game, and that's the over 48. And here's why. And it's because now we have a, we have a banged up Ezekiel Elliott. We have a banged yeah. up Pollard. They're going to need to th- – they have a healthy Cooper now. They have a health res- healthy CD Lamb. So yeah. this – they're going to air it out. Yeah. So there's going to be points in this game. And I don't – listen, guys, in week 10, we did our recap, like our midseason kind of recap and what we liked going forward. Yeah. Yeah. If you remember correctly, I took Washington over five and a half wins. They've yeah. won their next three games. They're four. Yeah. They're four, four and oh in their last four games. Yeah. yeah. Like a little win streak was, there. It was yeah. easy money. Yeah. It took you three weeks to get over five and a half. You're welcome, yeah. guys. So if anyone hit that, you're welcome. I hit that. I put a little bit of money on that. Just a little. Nice. It was a sprinkle. Yeah. It was a sprinkle. Um, but we're we're not talking about that right now. Now this is where they lose. Okay, so they're they're four and the last four games. This is where they lose, uh, and I don't see why. I mean, like I would have liked it if their whole team, their whole offense was healthy. But fine, I still think they're 
they're a potent offense with just yeah. their wide receivers. And if Dak fucking throws the ball properly, and again, that over, Heineke could throw the ball too. Yeah. He's proven that the they can win games. They can get to 27 points, you know? So it's it's yeah. not uh, that over 48, I think, is just a, too low of a number. I expected a 52 when I saw this game, actually, because um, both offenses yeah. can get it done. But I guess the Ezekiel Elliott and Pollard injuries, as slight as they are, I think are uh, drawing this number in the direction of going lower. So yeah. where are you at? Uh, uh, I've I've had a soft spot for Washington all year. Um, so I have watched some of their games. And like lately, yeah, like their winning streak, it's been good. Like, but it hasn't actually been all that much offense. Um, I have Terry McLaurin in fantasy and he is like four weeks in a row going under double digit points for me. And yeah. he's been a disappointment. Like, yeah, they've gotten up to like 29 and 27 points, but their last two games, they won 17, 15, like both games against yeah. teams that are much worse than the Cowboys. So in terms of the over under that does scare me a bit. Um, I'm, I did circle the over as well. I, I think that is my slight lean, but, I don't think I can put money on it because Washington just hasn't shown it lately. And that Dallas defense is getting healthy. They're getting some of those guys back um, that were out earlier in the season. I think Lawrence made his first start last in a while last week. Uh, They're getting Randy Gregory back, I believe. Um, So yeah, I, all that saying, I I think the Cowboys are going to uh, win this by more than that four and a half. Uh, I do like Washington. I want to pick them, but, uh, you know, all winning streaks need to come to an end, especially for teams that aren't, uh, you know, on the, the great side of things, which Washington isn't. So uh, D- Dallas is the better team, and I just think that they show up this week on both sides of the ball. I got to say, as much as I like that over five and a half, they're overperforming their last four games. Like, they've been, they've been outrageous. It's time to come back down to earth, okay? Yeah. And like, and the teams that they've been playing have been under underperforming. So it's time to uh, it's time to come back down to earth. We're both on the Cowboys minus four and a half, and also slight lean for you, big lean for me to the over forty eight. Let's go to the Ravens versus the Browns in Cleveland. The Browns lay in two and a half uh, against the Ravens. Both teams, well, the Browns are coming off a bye, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. The Ravens are coming off a loss which I expected yeah. them to win. Yeah. They should have won. Was, I don't know why they didn't fucking go for been. two. Or that they did go for two, excuse me. Oh, it was, it, uh, that ball was so close. Like, you know, that ball's two inches uh, closer to Andrews, and and that's a great decision by Harbaugh to go for it and win the game before overtime. Like, that's yeah. that's just a football thing. I I don't see it much as a, like, in the standings, it's a loss for them. And I guess because they should have won by more because they're a much better team than Pittsburgh, I think, mm-hmm. uh, as is evident on the TV screen right now as we're recording this. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Baltimore just hasn't looked great uh, recently. They've, they've still been getting it done all year. They've battled through injuries. Uh, this is a tight division game, uh, and I think my lean is going to be to Cleveland in a, in a low-scoring AFC North, like punch-you-in-the-face kind of thing. Uh, yeah, and I just think, uh, like Humphrey is a big loss for Baltimore secondary. Uh, I don't think, 
I think that matters kind of in spirit more than anything in this game as Cleveland uh, with coming off the bye and now having Kareem Hunt healthy. Uh, I think they're going to just run Chubb and Hunt as much as they can. Uh, they saw what the Patriots did this last Monday night and they're like, hey, we got we got guys to try that with. Let's let Baker Mayfield throw the ball less than five times. I agree. No, I, I don't think there's anything I can add to that. I'm on the Browns. Minus two and a half. All right. um, I mean, I think I'm hanging slight hope onto that divisional bet that I made at the beginning of the year uh, with the Browns. But, I mean, the fucking Bills are in shambles, too. So, I don't know what's going on with that one. Um, <laughs> I don't know. There's not much else yeah. I can say. The Browns, okay. two and a half. Yeah. That's what I'm on. Okay. And, uh, and I agree it's going to be a nice, hard-fought, low-scoring run it, pound it through these guys kind of game. And it, there's going to be a lot of like six, seven, eight minute drives, I think. And it's not, so. not going to be a lot yeah. of points. So if I'm not liking a lot of points, I might as well take the team that's the home favorite by only two and a half. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders versus the Chiefs in Kansas City. Chiefs favored by 10. I'm on the Chiefs. There's no other reason to say anything else. I'm, I I fucking hate the Raiders. I've hated them all year. I've been, <laughs> I've been picking them picking against them in the right spots, and then they go and they beat the Cowboys. And then, I mean, last week, hard-fought game, but to Washington. Like, the Chiefs' yeah. offense is going to smash these guys. They don't do that very often these days. But it starts now. Well, the last time they played the Raiders, like a month ago, they scored 41 points to the Ravens' 14. Or, yeah. sorry, the Raiders' 14. Yeah. It's uh, so, it's going to be yeah. very very similar to that, and I don't okay. see a reason to say otherwise. All right, yeah, I'm with you. Um, you know, I love the Chiefs. Uh, watching them, their offense like kind of shoot themselves in the foot this entire year. Uh, they're like, I think they're second in the league in drops. Tyreek Hill is dropping the ball everywhere, and seven of uh, Mahomes. 12 touchdowns or interceptions this year have bounced no nine of the 12 touchdowns interceptions have bounced off of a chief's wide receivers hands before being intercepted. Uh, So they're not doing him any favors at some point. That's got to change. And against a team like the Raiders who they just destroyed a couple of weeks ago, uh, I think, yeah, they can do it again. So, and, and the defense looks amazing. Uh, There's nothing on the Raiders offense that scares me. So, no, yeah, absolutely not. Nope. Uh, we don't need to talk much further. Chiefs for both of us. Let's go to Seahawks versus the Texans in Houston. Seahawks laying eight and a half. Look, guys, the Seahawks fucked me last week real hard. Yeah. And the Texans, they're the Texans. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're, they're what you expect them to be. I'm yeah. taking the Texans plus eight and a half. Okay. I'm, I'm, like, Home dog, baby. The C- the Seahawks aren't good. They played a shitty quarterback. Like, he's terrible. Yeah. Like, who's starting for the Texans even? Is it going to be fucking Tyrod, or is it going to be Davis Mills? Whoever it, whoever it is, they are even worse than Jimmy Garoppolo. I know, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm more playing on the narrative of Seattle goes out and wins this big divisional game against you know, a good divisional rival, and then they come back down to earth and they have to play this terrible dog shit diaper fucking stinky team, and they're just going to play them close. I think they win by a touchdown, honestly. I don't 
I don't like this number. If they laid yeah. a six and a half or a five and a half out there, they knew they were going to get massive money on the Seahawks. So this eight and a half kind of yeah. makes sense. Yeah, this number, it's a good line. I, I think, yeah, I think it's a good line yeah. for what for what we're talking about. But I'm going to yeah. ride the Texans here. I mean, some someone's got to be on the Texans, so why not me? It's um, yeah, it's such a good line that when I first was looking at this game early in the week, I did mark down uh, to take the Texans. Uh, but the more I thought of it over like the last day or so, uh, the Seahawks, you know, Russ looked bad. And I said it last week when I picked the 49ers to win that game uh, that I, I, you know, you can't trust that Russ is going to be back until he can start to prove it. And yeah. he made some plays like the Seahawks aren't a great team uh, this year. They've kind of deteriorated over the course of Russell Wilson's career. Uh, they've just gotten worse personnel wise every year. And he's always been able to, to be the one to, to take them to the playoffs and like lead that team. Uh, he showed me last week that he's, he's back to trying to do that. And there's a lot of questions uh, around the league about is Russell Wilson going to want to trade and get out of Seattle, yep. uh, whether or not he wants to do that. There are people talking about him and he knows that he needs to finish the season strong so he is in control of whatever happens in his career because if he's playing great, then he's wanted and he can kind of just choose and just, you know, be who he's always been, basically. So I'm I'm taking the Seahawks. I think Russell Wilson, uh, he's going to show some stuff over these last couple of weeks because uh, he's that kind of guy who, who can do it. And yeah, so they're not going to make the playoffs. They're probably not going to win a ton more games, but this is against Houston, who, yeah, they're just, they're a bad team. They're terrible. They're yeah. terrible, but I love fucking garbage. That's why I've been riding the Lions till the fucking cows come home. So I'm going to continue to do that with shitty teams. There you go. I tried it last week. It did not work for me. And when I, like, like a couple weeks ago, when I'm on the Houston or on a bad team, we run this. <laughs> and there it yeah. is. Moving yeah. on. Texans for me, Seahawks for you. We're moving to the Jags versus the Titans in Tennessee. Titans favored by eight and a half. Let me know where you're going here. Uh, I'm going with the Jags. Uh, the Titans are the better team, and they have shown that they're a really good team with how they've played in large chunks of this season. Uh, but they let they have letdowns. They let down against the Jets. They've let down against the Texans. And... I think they can have a letdown against the Jaguars. Uh, even being at home, Henry is not even close to back yet. He might be for their playoff run, which would you know be great because they'll make it in most likely. Yeah, they've got an easy schedule. Um, but yeah, in this particular game, it's uh, no no Henry, no AJ Brown. I think Julio's back, so that's a little bit of good thing. But he hasn't shown that he's capable of carrying uh, a big load for this offense really this year. Um, I think, and the Jaguars are coming off of, you know, a, not a great stretch run, obviously, but they've shown the glimpses that like they held the Buffalo bills to six fucking points. Yeah. Um, so they have it in them. And I think as a divisional game going on the road they're they've shown me enough that they could do, they could, they could cover this. I, I'll probably sprinkle some money line on them just for straight shits and giggles. Uh, but eight and a half is too big a number for me to trust Tennessee at this point in the season. You said it. 
at the beginning of your argument. The Tennessee Titans are the better team. I'm going with the better team. At home, I'm going with the Tennessee <laughs> Titans minus the eight and a half. I, I, listen, this bullshit about the Jets and the Texans and, and all this shit losing these games that they should win. Like, these are the fucking games you got to win now. Like, the Colts are they're on your tail, guys. They are. Like, the Colts still have a chance to win that division if Tennessee crumbles. Tennessee would have to, like, really crumble, though. I know they'd it's have a to lose. Okay. They'd have to lose three of their last five games, I believe. I know, but they're also in the running for number one seed. Well in the running. Like, I, th- I believe all those teams are tied. If not, the Patriots are just in the lead, I believe, by one game or something. Yeah. So they're, so they're right there for the number one seed. These games, you got to win, and you got to win them in big fashion. You don't just win fucking like 9 6 or 14 8 or something like that. Like, you got to fucking smash this team. I expect we're going to see a good Tennessee team this week. And uh, yeah, they're coming off their bye, right? That's their, it was their bye last week, I believe. Uh, I believe so. I don't think. Okay. Who did they play? I don't remember. I fucking look this up. Hang on a sweet I'm second. I'm looking here. too. It, they had to have not played last week. It no, says they, bye. Yeah, they had their they, bye. They had on their the bye. bye. This, yeah, that yeah. helps my fucking case even more. Going into their bye, they lost to the Texans and the Patriots. Don't give a fuck. Tennessee and they got Titans. killed. Tennessee Titans. Eight and a half. That's fine. We're rolling That's with fine. it. We got to be different somewhere, and it's fine. Yeah. yeah. And listen, last week, we were different, and what happened? You went one and six, and I was seven and zero oh in the first fucking seven games. Yeah. It's remember true. That? Remember when that happened? Yeah. Uh, let's fly on over <laughs> to fucking New Jersey. For the first, what a fucking joke transition that was. <laughs> uh, the Saints versus the Jets. Saints favored by five and a half, like I mentioned, in New Jersey. Um, it's Taysom Hill time, baby. Okay. It's, it wasn't against Dallas, but that's because Dallas's defense is really good. The Jets' defensive is playing better than expected, I guess. At, until, t- at times. Until the second half of last week when Philadelphia ran train on their entire defensive line. Um yeah. And I expect the same from the Saints. I think kind of similar game scripts in a way. You have a quarterback. I mean, last week we saw Minshew. So he's not a run-heavy quarterback. So yeah. it was a little bit different of a play style than we're going to see this week from a run-heavy quarterback in Taysom Hill. Um, but, I, but I see how easy Minshew had it moving the ball down the field. So right. Taysom Hill will have an, that much easier of a time than he did against the Cowboys. Okay. The Cowboys forced those fucking turnovers. Like those four interceptions, the Cowboys were forcing them. Like one of them was really bad. He threw one to a fucking wide open Dallas Cowboys sitting in the middle of the field. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But three of those were like really forced and like were in your face and whatever. I don't think the Jets are going to do that to him this week. And uh, I think five and a half is a good solid number. And I don't mind smashing that. Okay. And also Taysom Hill over props in probably everything. Just smash this fucking guy. I love him. Yeah, I loved him last week. He let me down. So, fuck him. <laughs> fuck the Saints. The Jets are going to win this game. Uh, and, okay, Taysom Hill doesn't scare me. I think last week the Jets were shown that they were a bad team because I think for the most part they were preparing to play against Jalen Hurts. And then Jalen Hurts was ruled out of the game. And then they got Gardner Minshew, who is very different from 
hurts because Gardner Minshew can actually throw the ball and the Jets weren't having to bank on their cornerbacks for that game, just like they won't have to for this game when they use that game plan to stop Jalen Hurts to shut down Taysom Hill because he is not a good quarterback throwing the ball. He can run it. He can be creative, which opens up an offense, which makes him look better than he is. And I think the Jets are going to be prepared for it this week. Uh, And on the other side of the ball, uh, Zach Wilson looked good in the first half last week against Philly. Uh, And now going up against the Saints, who I believe are going to be without Cam Jordan in this game, um, which will give Wilson that little bit more time um, than if Jordan were in. Is he Uh, questionable? I think he's questionable. Yeah. So if Jordan misses this game, uh, Wilson will have an easier time. And I think he'll be able to put up enough points. Elijah Moore has looked amazing uh, as a wide receiver. He's having a better second half of the year than any other rookie wide receiver. Uh, I think he's in fantasy. I think it was since week eight. He's the wide receiver three in the entire NFL. Really? Uh, And that was that was playing with fucking Joe Flacco and Mike White. Yeah. uh, Yeah. For points. And even like last week, Wilson, like he had a decent game again. So I think the Jets, you know, they're showing some of that promise with with their first year head coach, Robert Sala. It's it's been a, a bit of a rough year, but I think they can beat the Saints this week. So because I think they can beat them, that five and a half is that's an easy bet for me to to jump on. See, I don't mind the money line there. I I'm still gonna I'm still gonna take the Saints. I'm still on the Saints five and a half, but I'm thinking a direction that you also like to go when you're betting games like this is I, I don't think the Jets are gonna blow these guys out. If they do win. And if you think it's going to be a lot closer, that try bet is a fucking good bet here in this game. Oh, yeah. Like, that's a really good bet. I mean, it's only five and a half the line. You need five each way. The Jets aren't going to win by more than five. And if you think the Saints aren't going to blow them out either, then that try bet's a really good bet in this game. Yep. Even the tie in general on paper tickets is also not bad in this situation. So, uh, I'm on the Saints, though. I'm not going to veer off of it, but... You know, I could be convinced by game time that the Jets have something to prove here and uh, are gonna are gonna do something big. But as of right now, I'm on uh, I'm on that Taysom Hill train and I'm not getting off. Uh, let's finish off our AM slate with the Fal- the game of the week: the Falcons versus the Car- Carolina Panthers. <laughs> this is America's game of the week. We Matt have Ryan uh, versus Cam Newton. Yes, this is eight years ago, gold. Yes, this is Cam Newton is. <laughs> Fucking trash. Uh, the Falcons are coming off a loss to the Bucks by 14, or was it 13? One, again, one of those. Well, Doesn't matter. Yeah. The Panthers yeah. are coming off their fucking bye week. I'm thinking the Panthers. They're at home, and they're off their bye week. McCaffrey had an extra week to practice and McCaffrey's be ready. McCaffrey's out, out for the year. Oh, then never mind then. It doesn't fucking matter <laughs> then. I, then I'm on the Falcons then. <laughs> the only reason I had fucking taken the Panthers was because of fucking McCaffrey. When was he, when was he out? Was he out last week or two weeks ago? I mean, uh, he got injured just before their bye, and the oh, then uh, fuck before, me sideways. Yeah, it was like a, a week and a half ago. They they rolled him out for the year, uh, oh, and then last and then last game. weekend they also fired their offensive coordinator. Perfect. This so. fucking game is dog shit. I don't even want to bet. Yeah, this game. Oh, I might yeah. just put a fucking auto L for me next week and just be fucking 10 and one or 11 and one or whatever like this yeah. is this game sucks so fucking bad yeah. i'm going falcons plus two and a half then fuck it i have no i have no i have nothing to say the over maybe the game, 42 maybe with, you think this offense like what <laughs> under 
What is there going to be fucking 15 points total in this game? What? Tell me. Tell me something logical because everything I just said doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, you didn't even finish a full sentence there for like the last 40 seconds you were okay, talking. Well, listen. <laughs> uh, I, have, when, I have a new one. Okay. I've, I've said. Okay. I've said this before. When it's two shit teams, just take the points if you're forced to bet it. So I will take the Falcons. And I flip-flopped on the over-under. Ultimately, I believe more in the defenses than in the skill positions left on either of these teams. So under. And that's that. Let's go to the afternoon slate. All right, let's do it. Under. Sorry, I'm readjusting my systems here. I have to take that off my head. It was fucking weird. Sorry. I saw you doing that. I probably could have tried talking a little longer. No, that's okay. You, you wanted the silence. And sometimes silence is good, especially when I'm sitting here rambling about something I know nothing about. <laughs> fucking retard. I don't even think I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's go to the fucking PM games. Let's t- take the over, take the under, take the Falcons, take the fucking... Panthers, take the Jags. I don't fucking know. Whatever. Take yeah. whoever's played in this fucking game. I could care less. Let's move yeah. on to a real game now. The Lions versus the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> when are we getting to the playoff teams here? <laughs> when are we getting the good teams? We've had fucking trash for like four in a row. Uh, the Lions versus the Broncos. It's never trash, though, when you're a degenerate gambler because we'll find a way to fucking bet it. The Broncos yeah. at home, favored by 10. I'm on the Lions. Ten. There's no Ten. reason for me to fucking be off of the Lions. Like, Ten. what the fuck is that number? What is 10? I don't get it. The books are playing the card of the Lions are, they pop champagne. They had the fucking goggles on. They're running around the room like they just won the Super Bowl. Like, and then they come down to Denver, which I guess you're playing in altitude now. Fine. I don't I don't buy a lot of that shit. I don't care. No. They're there enough no. to get acclimated. It's not like you're flying in and playing the game that night. Like you're fucking there yeah. for like four days. Yeah. So that shit doesn't matter. But they're they're I think they're putting a lot in the Broncos got they didn't even get embarrassed though. They lost by thirteen but, only. And the, the, the line game, was nine and a half. The game was never in doubt. No, I know. The line was in doubt, but the game itself. I know. Like the Broncos, from the opening kickoff, the Broncos didn't have a chance of winning that game. It wasn't 41-10, though. So it wasn't like it was a fucking absolute, you know. They lost by 13, and they're favored by 10 points. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I'm on the Lions, plus 10. So you, you telling me all of this means that you're on the Lions as well? Oh, yeah, and we can probably move on unless you have an over-under leaning. I have absolutely nothing, no. Because um, it's the exact same over-under line as the last shitty game we talked about at 42. Yeah, I don't have anything yeah. on this. Under, maybe? Neither of these teams can really score? I think if looking at the offenses in the Falcons-Panthers game, even with the injuries and stuff, I'd probably lean more over there and more under here. Like if I'm if I'm even weary of that over under in the game we just talked about Falcons Panthers, then yeah. why would I not just smash the under in this game? Yeah. Because offensively, like what? Goff to St. Brown and then Bridgewater to Patrick? Or who? Like well, the, the Denver has good players, but 
they don't have the quarterback to get it to those good players and they don't have the offensive line to help their mediocre quarterback. So it's, it's just a, a dumpster fire to watch every week because they have talented skill position players. They just can't get them the ball. So frustrating to watch. No, it's terrible. So we're both on the Lions uh, yep. plus 10. No reason to take the over and under. Fuck it. Let's just hope the Lions win the game outright. Honestly, Lions money line it might be worth a fucking shot. Yeah. Like, why can't they sit in that room and go like, hey, we did this. Let's do it again. Yeah. This was fun. I, I'm sick yeah. of fucking losing. Like, let's go out there and fucking win something. So I yeah. could see that. Uh, honestly, yeah, Lions money line might be a sprinkle for me. I'm going to write that down. Because they they were plus seven last week, and they won. Barely, yeah. I know. But yeah. the, the money line value in this game will be exponentially higher than the last game. Oh, yeah. uh, let's go to the Giants versus the Chargers in L.A. The Chargers are favored by 10. What's with these tens? The books know. are just tossing out tens like it's fucking. They're at the strip club and they're rich. Yeah, like what's yeah, going on here? Uh, where where are you going with this? I, th- I throw pennies. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, somehow, once again, I've I'm taking the road dog, and I it's these tens. They, I hate it, but the Chargers they won't have their top two wide receivers this week because of. They're in the COVID protocol. So there's no Keenan Allen, no Mike Williams. Yikes. So uh, Austin Eckler, uh, yes, please. I'm glad I have him in fantasy. Um, but overall, like, I think that leads to the Giants kind of being able to score, even though who knows who, who's starting at their quarterback. It might be Jake fucking Fromm. It's going to be Fromm. Yeah, he's like the 180th pick of last year's draft or something. <laughs> <laughs> like. Fucking I think he flop. came. I think he came out of Georgia, though, right? He came from a good. He came out of program. Georgia, but they also picked him up off someone else's practice squad, didn't they? Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> I again, think it was the Seahawks. I I, uh, I spoke highly last week of Saquon Barkley, uh, and he totally let me down. Uh, but I'm going to do it again this Shocker. week because he is too talented of a player to not have a breakout game. Now that he's like healthy, he's. You know, he's played for a month now. Like, I think this is his fourth or fifth game back. Uh, he's he's going to have a good game, one of these games. And the Chargers' rush defense is not great. So, sure, let's let's have it be this week. Let's have it an Eckler-Barkley back-and-forth game. Uh, that does not get, you know, 10 points in the Chargers' favor. Because they're, they're consistent, inconsistent as it is. And now you take away some of their top offensive players. So... Yeah, give me the Giants to cover that 10. Fuck's sakes. I I had Chargers written down, and then you fucking talked to me kind of out of it. But I don't know what to do now because I'm thinking, I'm like, fucking Fromm or Herbert. Like, it's still Herbert. It's still right. Herbert. Like, he's going to have the ability to take these, like, not like we saw in Tannehill where his wide receivers were out and he was in shambles. He was thrown to fucking inky Westbrook guy. I don't even know how to say his fucking name. And he's like overthrowing them and and his wide receivers aren't helping him. Like, I feel like Herbert is going to be able to make good wide receivers out of the shit pile that he has. Okay. I don't think Fromm is going to be able to do that, but I see your point on Barkley though. That's the problem. Yeah. The Chargers have a weak run defense. Barkley could be good for fucking three touchdowns, but are we going to see that? He let you down last week. Yeah. 
we didn't see it last week, but we saw him against a good defense. That's the thing. Is like the Dolphins, man. Like I told you, fucking yeah. It was four. Yeah, you did. Smash yeah. it. Should have yeah, smashed six and a half for fuck's sakes. Yeah. But you know what? No. Like I don't know. I'm I'm on the Chargers here for the sake of this podcast, needing to pick something. I'm on the Chargers minus ten, but fuck me, could I be really talked into that plus ten in the Giants? Like if this goes to ten and a half, I'm I might just take the Giants and just hope it's fucking ten. Yeah. But I don't see it getting there. That's the problem. It could be nine and a half. And then I like the Chargers at nine and a half, so <laughs> I don't know what the fuck to do. Chargers at ten. We'll just do that. So I hope it's a hope it's a push. Yo, hope it's a push. <laughs> oh, <10. laughs> hope it's a push. Hope it's thirty twenty. Oh, the over forty three. I like that. Me too. I, I like that Me because too. I also I don't know if you remember. I loved the over in the Dolphins Giants last week. Yeah, that was horrendous. It was I like seventeen yeah, like nine or well. whatever good. the fuck it was. It was brutal. Uh, but I like the over here. I think these offenses are more elite than we had last week with the with the Dolphins. I mean, even with their injuries, like I still think they should be able to get up to up to forty three. But now you telling me the news on Williams and Allen shows me yeah. why this line is as low as it is. So yeah. Maybe I'll bite because a lot of people are going to see that and go, "Oh, under! Look what they look what yeah. uh, the Giants did last week!" And yeah, no will, no top wide receivers for for the Chargers. Let's go under. And I'm I'm gonna you know maybe catch yeah. the book sleeping a little bit. Take the over forty three. I like it. I like it. Forty ers versus the Bengals. Uh, 49ers favors by favored by one and a half points. Yeah. in Cincinnati, they fucked me yeah. last week, and I like getting fucked, so I'm going to the well, and. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad time for my wife to walk by uh, <laughs> I don't think she likes hearing that uh, 49ers minus one and a half I, Debo might be back I think he's trending he towards yeah. he might be but also at the same time listen I'm number one in our fantasy football league right now okay I'm, I've, lo- I've locked it no but I've locked it up though it's been locked up for game. fucking three weeks but yeah you're, you're I've your lost a game is going down I've lost a game because I don't have my fucking top stars in there. That's why. Debo Samuel, okay, I need him almost not to play this week. Like, I want the 49ers to win. I'm putting this, but I don't need him to. Hey, would you stop making fucking comments? Because I can can hear them. That's the point. (laughs) I have my headphones on. I know what you're saying. I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. Uh, The 49ers or excuse me, Debo Samuel, he needs to not play this week so that he could be fucking fully healthy and I can just run train over everybody. And then maybe I'll see you in the finals. Maybe. But anyways, I like the 49ers. I have to, <laughs> I have to get there too. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I. This is a hard game to pick. Uh, they're two decent teams this year uh, who are coming off of bad losses. Um the 49ers to the the Seahawks there and the Bengals, uh, they ended up getting rolled by the Chargers, which uh, I didn't see coming. That that kind of like the loss by that much. Uh, I, I thought it'd be a close game. My the tie bet was you know that was my silver pick last week. Yeah, uh, and it fucked me. And I also liked getting fucked and going back to the well. <laughs> so I I will take the Bengals. Uh, like I said, it. They're, they're two good teams. I think this will be a close game. Um, so I'm going to just take the home dog. It's They're not a big dog, but uh, yeah, I, I like them at home to, to bounce back here. 
I just want to do quick self-promotion. If you like listening to two guys talk about how much they like to get fucked, we have a podcast for you. It's called The Necessary Podcast. Uh, it's every Friday. It's us, and we talk about shit yeah. that's not just football, um, and we talk a lot of, about a lot of great shit. Uh, I just had a kid. I just had a baby. Again, yeah. we talked about this at the beginning of the, of the episode. Um, the birth story is pretty fucking wild. We're going to be talking about that on, I think, next week's podcast. Not this week, but the next week's podcast. So listen to the necessary podcast to listen to the fucking wild birth story. And what I, have I haven't even heard it yet. So no, I'm you haven't. Sick. You're going to be hearing yeah. it live on that podcast. Yeah. So we got a live Looking reaction. Yeah. So listen yeah. to the necessary podcast every Friday night that gets released. Thank you for the support. Let's move on to the Bills versus the Bucks uh, in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Bucks favored by three and a half. Is that right? I, yeah, I'm seeing a three. Okay. But yeah, three and a half. Depends on the book for three, sure. Three, three and a half. Depends on the book. Uh, I'm yeah. on the Bills plus three and a half. Um, okay. They should have won that game against New England. Knox took a fucking stupid penalty. Um, and I mean, in fairness, last week I went two and one on my gold, silver, and bronze pick. The one that I lost was the tie bet with New England and, and the Bills. But oh. if you took that as a try bet, it hit. Yeah. Because it was only four. Which I did. Yeah. But I took it as a tie. Oh, okay. Which is technically a three. Yeah. So I almost got there. So the Bills fucked almost, me there. Yeah. And uh, and like we like we mentioned before, it's just a whole podcast of loving to go back to the well where you get fucked. So I'm going to the Bills plus three and a half. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to do that here. Uh, you know, I've, every time I think this year that I've bet on the Buccaneers side, I think I've been successful. Uh, if, if maybe not every time, but uh, I, I'm going to ride with the Bucs. Uh, Tom Brady in a home game in December. That's uh that's a, at least a field goal win right there. Um, I think it's going to be, you know, two, two good offenses going at it. Uh, like, you know, the Buccaneers, uh, their secondary has been hit by injuries really hard this year. I think they've started getting some guys back, but Josh Allen and the, that Bill's offense will be able to put up some points. Uh, I just think Tampa Bay will put up more because now, especially the Bills, they're still trying to get used to playing without Tredavious White, who is an all-pro cornerback. And if you've looked at who their roster is at cornerback behind him, it's not great. And those guys have to cover Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Gronkowski. And if they manage to cover all three of those guys, then Tom Brady is going to throw five-yard passes to Leonard Fournette 30 times in the game and (laughs) score points anyways. Because it doesn't matter who you cover. They have someone else who is a pro bowler who will get the ball. So they will score more points. I love the over, uh, but yeah, I'm Tampa Bay. I don't, yeah, zero doubt in my mind. All right. Well, you kind of did what you did with the uh, with the with the Giants. Um, yeah, I was five and eight last week. Don't get I know. too you know involved in my Kool Aid here. I know. I'm uh, I'm gonna stick with the Bills here. I still <laughs> think they're a good team. And uh, everything you said makes sense. Like that, that fucking offense is potent, and I know yeah. they are. But they just they lost to the fucking 
football team, man. Yeah, it was like a month ago already. Four weeks ago. It still happened, though. Yeah. You know, it's November. Games didn't matter as much as they do in December. Bills are pissed. Tom, Brady, Tom Brady's been doing this for 20 years. Listen, Bills are pissed, and they're ready to fucking... Yeah. They're ready to play in the warm again. Yeah. Because they're in yeah. fucking Tampa Bay. You're not worried about no cold. Having to put your hands in that little fuzzy sock that's hanging yep. off the front of your fucking <laughs> pelvis. Yeah. No, you're yeah. you're ready to fucking... Uh, you're ready to play. Bills, plus three and a half for me. Bucks, yep. minus three and a half for you. Uh, let's go to the Sunday Nighter. Bears versus the Packers. Packers favored by 12 and a half. You can go ahead and take this one. Oh, I don't want to, but okay. Um, <laughs> I've, I don't either. You know how many times this season I've talked about taking the bears um, and they fuck me over every time. And then I want to be done with picking them and they throw out a 12 and a half number in a divisional game. And it, I'm just so tempted to take the Bears, but I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm going to take the Packers, even at that number. Oh, their their team is just getting healthier. They're coming off a bye. Um, they might be getting their starting left tackle back, which is just more protection for Rodgers. Uh, they've had two of their all-pro defenders out for a large part of this year, and they're both on track to – I don't know if they'll be back in this game, but just like rest of season, I think the Packers are kind of going to be turning it on at the right time here and being at home uh, at Lambeau field. I think they're just going to smash the bears. So I'll also take the over. Uh, well, depending on the weather report, which I have not looked at, but uh, I haven't looked at it either, know. but I think it's pretty calm this weekend. Okay. In the East area. So anything I, like, yeah. If it's anything like our area, it's going to be a fucking sloppy mess. And I think we're supposed right. to be like plus two, plus three. Yeah. Something like that, which is wild. Um, well, they keep they keep the field in good shape. I, I'm just meaning like with like wind and blowing snow and stuff like that. You know what we just saw in Buffalo on Monday night. Yeah, I don't think anything like that. I'm not touching the over. <laughs> no, I don't think we're going to be too. I mean, and then if you see something like that, it's like I'm even weary to take the 12 and a half because it's so many fucking points. In, I know. in like a windy, messy game where, uh, okay, you could win by 10, but that's not 12 and a half. Yeah. Um, but for all the reasons you mentioned, and and no more than that, because I don't have anything else to say, uh, the <laughs> Packers by 12 and a half. Um, but, you know, I fell apart last week after the morning games. So if I can make a suggestion, it's that people take my morning game picks and then fade <laughs> fade me till fucking to the, into the oblivion when it comes to uh, the Sunday and Monday night games. Let's go to the Monday Nighter. It's a good one. I like this one. It is a good one. The Rams yeah, versus game. the Cardinals in Arizona. Cards favored by two and a half. Um, listen. Okay. What did the Rams do last week? Were they on a bye? No, they destroyed the. Well, yeah, they destroyed the Jaguars. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was a buy. It was a mini buy. Yeah, for, mini buy. For, it was a mini buy for for the Rams. Uh, and then yeah. the cards took on the Chicago Bears in Chicago, won by 11, I believe. I think the line was seven, and they won by 11. 33-22, if that's coming to my memory correctly. Um, so not much really to go off of from last week because both of these teams smashed shitty teams. Like yeah. teams that we projected were going to be ass for the season. Um, and they, they very much were. So... I'm going to take the cards here. 
I kind of like the cards. I just, I don't know what it is. I'm liking this close. It's going to be a close game. Yeah. So in these close divisional games, not knowing where to go, normally you would say take the points. But in this case, I'm going with the home team that's only favored by two and a half. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm going. I'm going cards, man. I like the cards here. Minus two and a half. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I get it. Um, the cards, like, they have the best record in the league, and yet, I feel like people aren't really talking about them. Like, people are starting to talk about them, saying that no one's really talking about them, as I am doing as well. Yeah. So, so I get it. Uh, like, I, I like them. They're they're playing great, but I I've had a thing for these Rams all year and you know, they had a three game losing streak there. And I think uh, the Jags is what, what's going to cure them. Like they destroyed a bad team and get their mojo back a bit. Um, and I think moving down the stretch and for a playoff run, uh, the, these Rams are going to be a start being a lot more consistently good. Uh, and that starts here with, with a really close game. And I could see Arizona winning by the field goal. Uh uh, but that's kind of it's that half point that scares me and everything other than that says it's going to be close so if it's one way or the other I will take those points take the Rams the Rams for you the Cardinals for me any love for the over what's it 50 51 and a half is what yeah. I'm looking at Holy and that's shit. it scares me uh, it I does. can see it happening but it's a scary number I, it is. It's 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 far too high for me. Yeah. Knowing that these defenses, like one of these defenses could go off. It's true. Like this this game has the potential to be so close, but it also has the potential for one team to blow the other team out. Yeah. Like 37-10 is not out of the question here. Like you, no. you do you know what I mean? Either way. Yeah. Either way, exactly. It's yeah. not like nothing nothing in this game could surprise me and that's why it's so hard to bet. So yeah. I don't this will be a, it's a chaser game. It's a Monday yeah. night or chase game. I lost too much money on Sunday. I'm yeah. chasing my losses. I'm fucking going to pound the cards minus two and a half and maybe sprinkle on the under or something. Right. That's what my Monday night will look like. Uh, yeah. I'm on an absolute heater right now. This new baby is such a good luck charm for me. <laughs> I've been smashing. Uh, it's not football related, but I've been smashing college basketball right now. And yeah. uh, I'm hitting like consistently 100 bucks every single night. Like profit, wow. like profiting like yeah. 100, 100, 100, 150, 200. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. it's been wild. Um, so I'm, I'm going to continue the journey into this weekend, and hopefully it continues. Nice. Um, let's get to our gold, silver, and bronze picks. All right, let's do it. Uh, bronze pick for the week for me is going to be the 49ers minus one and a half. I talked about it while we were talking about that game, so there's no reason to discuss it any further. Uh, I liked... Wow. I like things happening to me and uh, the 49ers <laughs> have been, have been providing that for me. Um, yeah. And I'm going to continue riding it until it, until they win. And I, and then I win and I, there's no need to keep going back to the well. So 49ers minus one and a half. All right. My bronze pick is uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Um, the minus eight and a half. Uh, I talked about it when we were talking about the game. Uh, I think Russ Wilson is, he's healthy. His hand looks better. And uh, he's going to show the league that in a game against a team that he 
doesn't need to show a lot to look great. <laughs> you know what I mean? You mean Bustle Wilson? <laughs> Do you get that? You don't no. like that one. You don't like that one. No. Um, see, so Seahawks <laughs> minus eight and a half for you. We'll go right in my silver pick because that was terrible. Uh, the Cowboys and the I, I gotta say Washington football team because I can't say the other thing. Uh, over forty eight. I mentioned it right off the hop. Yeah, yeah. If you if you've been listening from the beginning, which if you're listening up to this point, thank you again. Yeah, thanks. Um, but but I mentioned it off the very top. There's going to be a lot of points in this game. I see that there's going to be a lot of points, and I'm very confident in it. So over 48 for me is nothing. Just air that fucking ball out. Both teams. Let's both teams get to 24, and then we'll someone will get a touchdown in uh, in OT or something. Let's rip. All right. Silver for you. Silver for me is the, we actually were talking about this idea uh, with the Saints-Jets game of if I like the Jets so much to take the tie. Uh, I don't trust the Jets that much to make that my silver pick. Okay. Uh, But foolishly, possibly, I trust the Lions uh, to keep it close against those Broncos. And that is my silver tie bet of the week. Tie, you bet. We're going Lions and Broncos. Tie bet. Yep. So you want to try bet it then? Uh, or just yeah. straight tie. We'll do try yeah. bet. Try bet. I'm yeah. Try bet within five, I, and then uh, and then that's a pretty good bet. I actually haven't made a paper ticket all season. Yeah. So no. You. I've I've been betting to try. Yeah. No, you've been good with not making paper tickets. We've made a few combos together. And they've not panned out how we've wanted them to. So we've just jumped off that fucking ship completely. Uh, Because that ship's got fucking holes in it. Like Swiss cheese. Yeah. Yeah. So don't... Guys, Swiss cheese doesn't float. Okay? It's got holes in it. Right. Well, Well, the cheese might float. The cheese might float. But if a boat made out of Swiss cheese... That was what I'm implying. I'd say a boat made of any cheese... Something would start eating the cheese, okay, and it would I know, start I know, sinking. But I meant like right off the hop. Oh, whatever. It was oh, a poor okay. analogy to say that we suck at fucking gambling. Um, <laughs> my gold pick. I'm gonna follow you. I wish I had differences here, but I'm following you. I'm going Lions plus ten. Like I'm on the same train as you. I'm not as confident in the fucking five, but I think that the Lions plus ten. That number's outrageous. So my gold fucking pick of the week. Let's ride those fucking lions, baby. There we can, go. If you can get close enough to a lion to ride it, you should be allowed to ride it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I think if you can do that, that's like that's succeeding in life. I don't know. And uh, if, I wouldn't if, say succeeding lion, in life. You should <laughs> be allowed to ride it. And then if the lion throws you off, then it is allowed to eat you. So I don't there's think some I don't, risk involved. I don't think the lion cares about the rules on eating people. So I, no. it's 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 fully allowed to eat you at any moment because yeah. it's a fucking lion. Okay. <laughs> All right. What's your gold pick of the week? Uh, Bill's Buccaneers over. Wow. Uh, as I okay. the shootout, they're both secondaries are not or are injured and not playing great. And they're both, you know, pro bowl quarterbacks, one who's been doing it for 20 years and one who's, been hot for about two and a half years now he's yeah so yeah this game i I think both teams get into the 30s honestly what's the over under there 53 and a half oh my 
God. It's so high. Yeah. Gold medal high, high, baby. It's as high as you on a fucking Saturday night. Yeah, or tonight. Okay, or any night. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking just call you out for your shit. Um, Okay, Bills Bucks over. Gold pick of the week for Mr. Joel. Do you have anything fantasy-wise you want to talk about? No. No, I don't. I... Yeah, like I said before, I, I've been so bad at doing it early in the week that that's something I, I'm doing on Saturdays. Well, let's and talk about something. Uh, it's it's just more fantasy revelation. It's not like picking a team because for the last couple of weeks, we haven't picked teams and it's fine because those yeah, teams, yeah. they're not winning money. It doesn't matter. But yeah. talking about fantasy. So if in the Chargers situation, for instance, with Williams out and Keenan yeah. Allen out, who do you think gets a ton of target share that isn't Eckler? Like out of the backfield. Or not even out of the backfield. I mean, like as as a wide out. Uh, well, Jalen Guyton has shown flashes. Uh, Josh Palmer, I believe, is a rookie there. Okay. Uh, he's he's also shown some flashes. They've got um, Jared Cook as their tight end, which I don't know if you want to be giving him more than seven or eight targets. Uh, so you'd want to kind of spread it around. Yeah. Their, uh, their backup tight end. Donald Parham Jr., I believe. Uh, he flashed in one of those, uh, you know, little spring leagues that the that were being tested out the last couple of years. Okay. Uh, I think he was the best tight end in one of those leagues. Uh, so he has some promise as well. Okay. So it, it's really take your shot because any of those four guys I just mentioned could end up with a stat line of, six catches for 80 yards and a touchdown. Not a bad week. Right. But picking which one, like it's so hard to, to, to get there. Like I, I, I wouldn't do it. Like I have Mike Williams on my fantasy team uh, and he's on my bench and I slid Van Jefferson into that role. Yeah. I was able to pick up Van Jefferson uh, right around the time that the Rams signed OBJ and for some reason, OBJ was picked up and Jefferson wasn't. And uh, Which is I've said numerous times throughout the season. Yeah. I, I said preseason that I like Van Jefferson. And then Robert Woods got hurt. And I said, pick him up. Uh, and, and I did that. And he's got a touchdown in back-to-back weeks since they're by now. Uh, yeah. So, see, it, it's a tough matchup against Arizona. But I'm, I'd rather do that than, than pick a Chargers uh, I don't know. Can you name one of those four guys I just mentioned? Well, three other than Jared Cook. Uh, the Guyton guy, I can. Okay. But, I've, but I, I believe the Parham guy, the tight end as well, yeah. I had I heard sprinklings of him earlier in the season. And when Cook was out yeah. earlier, I think he, he took over. But he wasn't getting like what no. they expected. He wasn't yeah. where they expected him to be. So that's why yeah. I'm kind of like uh, I'm a little shy on, uh, on, on putting something out there for him. Yeah. Um, in, in something else, for me, I'm talking fantasy wise. I have these guys. So I have I have Will Fuller that I'm banking on coming back and being this fucking star. But yeah. in reports, they were saying that his finger was shattered. It was to the point of like shattered finger. Okay, hard to come back from that. And yeah. then I'm sitting on fucking Ridley. Now, question to you: Is there even a need? to keep these guys in IR? Like, is there even a fucking point? Because even if Ridley comes back, he's not going to be fantasy 
Like he hasn't practiced in what seven weeks of football or how how long have we been talking about this? Yeah, uh, he's been gone forever. He, he's he must ugh, if he does come back, you know that he has been staying in shape. The thing is, you don't know that right now, and you're not going to know. You have the IR spot, so I think you keep him because if he does decide to come back late in the season, which is looking quite doubtful, honestly. Uh, very doubtful. But but if he does, you have a guy who's probably going to get 10, 12 targets a game when he comes back. So Exactly. You can't really drop that if you if you have the IR spot for him. Yeah, exactly. If you have an IR spot and you're holding out for someone to come back like in second round or third round, like you might as well just keep him there hoping yeah. that you get to that certain point. Yeah. I, I just want to get past round one. I've been sitting in first place now for what? Nine weeks? Like I've been yeah. sitting in first place for a very long time and I have not given it up to anyone. So now for me to go into playoffs and just get wrecked, it would be it would be horrific. For you. For me. It would be great for the rest of the fantasy football league. Everyone um, else would love it. That yeah. we're in. Everybody <laughs> it's already been spoken about in the chats. Yeah. A guy uh, who I don't know well said, hey, I hope you fucking lose round one because I asked in the Fantasy Football League chat if I should sit my players because I've already <laughs> locked up the top spot and I don't know how fantasy football works. All right. That'll do it this week on Necessary Roughness. <laughs> Fuck. Um, you got our picks. Follow them. May the winners be yours. I'm Sean. I am Joel. That's it. That is all.